The following message is a presentation from Grace Baptist Church in Kettering, Ohio. I want you to look at Luke chapter 22 and verse number 7. Notice here, Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed, and he, Jesus, sent Peter and John, and saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where, uh, where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the good men of the house, The master, the master, and, and, and interesting, he doesn't identify beyond master, just the master, saith unto thee, where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he shall show you a large upper room furnished there make ready. And perhaps that was the upper room that they uh, later on would pray in and wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Go on in verse 13. And they went and found, as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And notice verse 15. And he said unto them, with desire, I have desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. With desire, I have desire to eat this Passover with you. Now remember what we learned on Sunday, uh, that the Passover is something that would be fulfilled in Jesus, in Jesus Christ at the cross. He would become the final Passover lamb. And so he was going to eat the Passover, and he was going to fulfill all righteousness in doing that. God had commanded the observance of the Passover. Jesus was going to do that with his disciples. He's going to fulfill all righteousness. But it was important that they would do this together because they were looking forward in, in, just, a, in just a matter of time, in a day's time, uh, Jesus becoming the final Passover. And what I want us to notice here is Jesus is, is this night is going to go to Gethsemane, and he is going to pray... And he is going to have his Gethsemane moment where he is, is asking the Father, if, if there's any other way, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And he has that point of surrender uh, before the Father where he says, I, I will go to the cross. He becomes obedient unto the death, even the death of the cross. And so we just need to really remember that Jesus is... God, and he is man, and he feels all this. He feels the, the, the depth of our infirmities. He, he walked through what we would feel like, and he, just because he was God, it doesn't mean that he, he had a pass on the feelings in this situation. This was a burdensome moment. I can just imagine, as he said this to his disciples, with great desire, I've desired to eat this Passover with you. I, I've longed for this moment with you. I really want to spend this moment, this quiet moment, uh, away from all the hubbub, of Jerusalem, all the, the misplaced worship that's going on in Jerusalem, I've desired to have this moment with you and to be able to talk to you. And I want you to notice that before Jesus goes into his suffering, he takes time to, to set aside everything else that's going on and to, to find a quiet place with his disciples. And I want you to think about that upper room for a moment. Think about the times that you, you have opposition or suffering in your life and Satan just keeps you running at, at a feverish pitch you know you're just you're just moving along and it seems like nothing stops and you're just going from one thing to the next to the next and it seems like wh when is this all going to stop jesus takes time here with his disciples pauses in a secluded place 
with them in an upper room and takes time with them. I want us to think about how important it is to follow the the Lord Jesus' pattern here, even in this simple pattern. Think about what he found there. It was a place of calm. Uh, We said on Sunday there's two million people, potentially, that have swelled into Jerusalem. You talk about about L.A. traffic in Jerusalem just without the cars, you know, and without the smog. I mean, we're talking, there is bumper-to-bumper, shoulder-to-shoulder people in Jerusalem. And they're all there uh, looking to fulfill their, their religious ritual, their religious obligation. And Jesus sets himself aside from that. He asks his disciples to come up into a place, into an upper room, and to celebrate the Passover with him, to eat this meal that he desires to eat, uh, eat with him. It was away from all the millions. It was up and away. And I just think about that, how many times to get away from all the hubbub and chaos of life, we have to come up and away from it. Jesus uh, demonstrated that many times throughout his ministry where he found a desert place. And here again, he finds an upper room, an up above all the chaos that was going on in Jerusalem, up above what was coming toward him, all the plots, everything, and he found this quiet place with his disciples. But notice there's a place of fellowship as well, a place of fellowship. He wanted to eat this, this meal with them. He wanted to share this Passover, this spiritual moment with them, not like the rest of those in in Jerusalem that were just fulfilling religious obligation and did not realize the fulfillment of this was, was going to happen in the next day. Uh, not like them. He wanted to have this moment with his disciples and, and share that. Uh, this was a priority to him. Why? Because it was a priority to God. God had commanded that this be observed um, by the Jewish people in all generations. And what is amazing to me is in the midst of chaos, in the midst of struggle, in the midst of trial... Jesus takes time to remember the plan of God that God had set forward all the way back in the Old Testament. And he took time to um, to discover that and to remember that with his disciples and to revisit that with them and remember what God was doing in the world all the way back from the moment he brought them out of Egypt and to the moment that he would bring Jesus to the cross. He was stopping to remember this marvelous plan of God. And you know, it reminds me that we need to sometimes be still and know the marvelous plans of God. We need to stop and see what the, um, the bigger picture is in life. It's not just about, you know, what uh, laws are coming down that vex us. What's the bigger picture from God's point of view in this world right now? And Jesus did that with his disciples. What's the bigger picture? Well, let's, let's stop and remember the Passover. Let's remember that there was a time I brought you out of Egypt and write it about in another day. There's going to be a time where I bring you out of the bondage of sin. And what a beautiful picture that is. But it was also a place of focus, a place of focus where he would focus in. This is is what, this is, we're coming down to the time. And I don't have any more time with you. In fact, notice what he says uh, in verse number 18. For this I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And so the, he, I'm up against time here. And this is going to be the end. And it was a place of focus. And he would go from there after they sung a, a hymn and they'd go out to the, the, uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. It would be a further place of focus. He's focusing on the will of the Father, what God wants him to do. And so a place of calm, sometimes we need to get away. Uh, a place of fellowship with his disciples. Uh, how important it is if Jesus found uh, the need to gather with his disciples in the midst of trial and struggle and opposition from Satan, 
Is it not important for us in these days to gather with the disciples and to find that fellowship? Even though that fellowship was imperfect, think about all the squabbling that went on in that fellowship, the strife, well, who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of God? All the strife that was going on, yet it was still indispensable to our Lord. And, uh, you know, there's not a church that is perfect. There's not a church that, uh, whose meetings are perfect. And yet, this is still indispensable to the disciples of Christ. And still indispensable to us weathering the storms and the challenges of life if we are to follow the example of our Savior. In a place of focus, what, what's the priority right now? What's the priority? And he, he shows, shows the ability to focus on priority with his disciples uh, this is what God is doing in the world. It's about this Passover that's going to be fulfilled in just a day or so. And uh, what an amazing thing that our Lord portrays to us. So, you know, perhaps you need to find an upper room or just remember that, you know, in the midst of struggle, don't, don't keep barreling through. Pause. Get alone with God. Find that upper room. Is that a closet in your house? Is that a walk around Delco Park? Where is that upper room for you? Is that here with the disciples on Sunday? Uh, is that here on Wednesday night? Where is the upper room for you? And be there and allow God to minister to your heart. Let's ask him to bless our, our night and, uh, and help us to remember this example of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for providing us example of suffering well. Lord, I cannot imagine what you must have been feeling on that Wednesday as you look forward to the cross. And I, I can only imagine the, the emotions, uh, the physical Uh, fatigue even of that as you look forward to it and Lord as you go to the uh, the garden of Gethsemane I cannot imagine the agony of spirit and Lord I pray that you would help us in these days to just uh, appreciate you all the more but learn from your example of setting aside time to be with your disciples and to get focused on what is important and to find that that uh, that fellowship with with your own disciples thank you for these believers that have gathered tonight, I pray that you bless our time of prayer and practice, and I pray that Sunday would redound to your glory, and that we'd see souls saved, and that we would see new connections with folks in the area that haven't been out to church in a while. We do pray that you would draw back those that maybe have been away for a while, and Lord, we pray that you draw them back uh, to yourself on Sunday, and would you just bless the day? Uh, we want you to be uh, lifted up, and we don't, we are not, Lord, wanting to impress anyone. We just, we want you to be lifted up. So would you work through our church family on Sunday, we pray. Thank you for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening today. For more information about Grace Baptist Church, please visit our website at gracebaptistofkettering.org. And remember, you are always welcome at Grace Baptist Church.